0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of OA News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill with Justin Lee.
1: Justin. Jordan, it's been an eventful few days.
0: What's going on? Why do you say that? What's up? To, To make this, I think this is very important. Uh, we're recording this
1: at two nineteen p.m. Yeah, okay,
0: on Tuesday, <laughs> November thirtieth.
1: I'm gonna try to edit this as fast as we can
0: because who uh, knows what's gonna happen right. in the time that it takes to post this and right. to get this out there. Right, I'm gonna but,
1: try to do. I usually edit it at home at night because I have to, but I'm gonna see if. I can call IT and get this thing posted today, but we'll do our best. We're
0: going to be all over it. There's been a lot to happen across the college football landscape this week, but we're going to stick with Auburn and the big move this week – Offensive coordinator Mike Bobo is out at Auburn. He will be uh, replaced after just one season. Right, A big change after, quite frankly, the Auburn offense faltered down the stretch in those last few games. Struggled immensely in the second half again and again, uh, and it was a big part of why Auburn ended the year with a four-game losing streak. Justin, just what did you think when you heard the news about Mike Bobo and sort of what, what, in your opinion, should Auburn do next?
1: Well, I mean, just going back to the reaction, action i mean you know i mean i i I was yelling on twitter that whole day that they lost the game because of play calling and uh and i think you know i mean there's there it is there it is for you and uh i mean i don't know it's it's hard for me to i don't you know everyone knows someone if you're an auburn fan all of you know your friend who said from the beginning it's not gonna work Hmm. and here you are a year later Truth is, a lot of people saw this coming. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saw this coming. I'm not going to sit up here and say I told you so or whatever, but a lot of people did see this coming. It's not going to work. It's not going to work long term. Not a splash hire. Not what we were excited about. And here it is, you know. And uh, and I mean, he had every opportunity. I mean, what you could give him credit for is uh, Bo Nick seemed to take real strides forward this year, but he's not a quarterbacks coach. He's the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um so uh,
0: not solely the quarterback's right, coach.
1: Not solely the quarterback's coach. So, um, I mean, you know, it's 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 uh it's you don't like it as an Auburn fan that you know, Brian Harson's first year did not go the way he wanted it to, the way anyone wanted it to. And I promise you that goes to athletic director, that goes to school president, that goes to everyone on the board of trustees, everyone on the hiring committee. No one brought him in to go six and six and to be building again, starting his offense again going into next year there's no way that's abject failure right what you're trying to do is pick up pieces and get the th- get this thing going because things have fallen starting to shake mm-hmm. um you're trying to steady things and uh so here's the move he's i i think he needs to make a splash i think he i've said it already uh auburn fans should expect a national search and I think they should not settle for anything less than a national search and the best possible candidate uh to, to be hired into the position. Um, where where Brian Harson goes with that is up to him. But uh here you are. Uh you're going to year two after I mean, it's almost like, well, this'll tell you, yeah, this this year sucked. This was not what we anyone wanted, including Brian Harson, including Mike Bobo. Um that yeah, so you're kind of taking a taking it on the chin here and starting again is kind of my first reaction. But yeah, I mean, what's next? Uh, I think you, a national search for for the best possible coach who could come in, um, change things, light up the offense, uh, maybe do something new, do, do something exciting. Brian Harson's a young coach. Think about what. You know, when you think about his strengths, his weaknesses, his advantages, his disadvantages, one of the advantages he's supposed to have is to be uh, young, energetic, able to change things, able to make things happen on the fly, not be stuck in his ways. So for him, I say, hey, lean into that strength. Go get you another young coach. Go get you or, you know, get you somebody off the wall. Um, you know, so that's that's what I would look for. Uh, from from this decision, but it's another decision that's going to be under the microscope for Brian Harson,
0: for sure. And and to the point you were just making, you know, I think I was kind of lukewarm on the hiring, mean, you know, waiting to see how it would play out. Sure, but I did kind of wonder because you know Mike Bobo's heyday really as a coordinator was about a decade ago, mm-hmm. and sort of to the point you were just making. When you look at a guy like Brian Harson, still a very young coach, and, and given his offensive background, what you would really want, what you would really expect is to be innovative on offense, to maybe even change from what you saw at Boise State to right. not see the exact same thing. They've got an opportunity now, if they so choose, Hmm. to go hire a coordinator that can help you kind of take strides toward that and to be different and to change things up a little bit. Because, you know, really this year, I really expected with Mike Bobo and what we heard from Mike before the season, a lot of carries for Tank you know play action passing and, and then really it wound up being more passing i yep. feel like yep. than than what we saw of tank running downhill right and part of that i think you could say was the fact they couldn't really run block a lot of the time they had trouble sure creating room for tank sure i understand why the move was made um, you know, you think – I can think about so many post-game press conferences where, you know, Brian Harson basically just said, like, that's not good enough. You know, right. the, the 10 points, the 14, the 17, whatever they put up, that's Nine not good points. enough. That's right. not good enough. Right. And that falls on the offensive coordinator, which is the name of the game. You right. know what I mean? As much as – like, for me – you get to see the personal side sometimes with coaches. And for me, when I think about Mike Bobo, I th- always think about after the semifinals game in, in high school football, his son, sure, uh, I was out there outside the locker room after they lost and just seeing Mike with his son, who is, right now is an Auburn commit. Yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen there. But you got to see kind of that human element. I mean, it was a dad yeah. helping his kid For you sure. know, after they lost after his high school career was done. So that part of it, it I sucks. think, I, and yeah, I mean, I think that's always important, yeah. especially right now with the coaching carousel the way it is. And you're like, fire that guy, yeah, go yeah. hire yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you it comes down to winning and losing, and that's why that Mike Bobo's not going to be back. But there is that human element of it, too. Sure. Uh, so we don't know how quickly this hire is going to come. We don't know if it's going to be in house. You got a guy in Eric Kesal that called plays for Brian.
1: You do, don't you? You do. <laughs> that seems
0: if they if they stay truly, if they stay in house, that's the most logical oh, decision. Yeah. If you stay in house,
1: if, if if Brian goes the route of. Doubling down on Boise State. Yes. Trying to make Auburn more like Boise State. That's S- what he does. So
0: we don't know, you know, what's gonna happen a timetable. We haven't talked to Brian Harson. I doubt we will you know, until we, the bowl. We won't, we, we won't talk <laughs> until the bowl is announced, and sure. I don't know how much he's gonna want to say.
1: Yeah,
0: no. Um, but I think it's gonna be a very interesting stretch because they could go a number of ways and as we posted on the website, there's a number of candidates that have ties mm-hmm. to Auburn mm-hmm. and there's a few guys that have ties to brian harson that you think would make sense Mm -hmm. um but it's hard to say what's going to happen but right to make this move i think also points to the fact that brian understands that just as an sec coach you're living on borrowed time yes you know as much respect as they were talking about with mike bobo they knew that if if they had results like this next year there might be more changes coming past just the offensive coordinator. Probably, so probably so. So I mean, that's just sort of the nature of what this situation is.
1: Right. You can't. You can't. Uh, chain, daisy chain two of these years together. No. Um, I go ahead and tell you that. No, so
0: uh, it, it, unless you're renting and not buying, in Lee <laughs> County, right. probably not.
1: Right. So, uh, yeah, so they've got to go with something and, uh, I don't know, man. And we, we don't know how fast it'll be, but this is going to be a pretty hectic couple of weeks going into Sunday, December 15th. Um, you know, it's, and, and obviously you've seen, you know, a lot of these, uh, commits, come out already and say hey we've we're committed to the university not the coaches um of course i would you'd still think maybe they're endangered i'm sure they're getting
0: calls from other. i was gonna say there will at least be coaches checking in on them from other schools
1: uh including at florida and lsu who have coaches now yes um who didn't didn't have it a minute ago Mm -hmm. uh but uh but yeah man uh i think i think it's it's a matter of you gotta go get your best he he's got two ways of going and and one is uh if he thinks he knows all the answers and he you know decides to make Boise east. And, and, you know, tries to go that route, uh, he can certainly try. He'll be doubling down with, with not just his own money, Auburn's money as well. And there's going to be people watching that money. But uh, the other route, you know, is to, to try to make a national search, go find the, the best and brightest that he can find. Um, and, <clears throat> I mean, he's, it, you know, they, we'll see. Here's another crossroads, you know, for Auburn football and another crossroads for Brian Harson. So we'll see, we'll see what choices he makes here.
0: So, uh, the other big news from the last couple days came earlier today, Tuesday. Um, you got a, a few players that have decided to enter the transfer portal. Yep. Sean Shivers, a running back, Elijah Canyon, a wide receiver, sure. uh, Caleb Johnson, an edge rusher, and then Deshaun Manning, an offensive guard, have all entered the portal. Sure. Uh, to Sean Manning and Sean Chivers were both seniors, but they're looking to use that extra il- year of eligibility because of hopefully COVID. Hopefully
1: they're graduating. We don't know. We don't know status of a lot of these guys. Yeah. We know that Black Bo's graduating because he said it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they're getting their degrees this December. Yes. I sure hope so. But, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Like you're kind of saying, I mean, I think all these guys... Uh, none of them were starters, quote-unquote. Mm. Uh, Worm obviously saw the field. Obviously, uh, Auburn's going to, every Auburn fan's going to miss him for sentimental re- reasons alone.
0: That picture uh, is going to be, yeah. in a, from the Iron Bowl in 2019, is going to be hanging in a lot of restaurants yeah. and a lot of stores yeah. in, in this area for and, years to come. And
1: hopefully Worm can still come on back and see all those. <laughs> you know I what think I mean? so. I think you know so, I mean, too. I think he'd be welcome. I there. think so, too. But is it as a surprise that some of these guys, like Tayshaun Manning, he saw the field occasionally but wasn't yeah. he hit.
0: started the last three games but it was because of injury because of he wasn't injury. a
2: starter
1: he wasn't ahead on the in the pecking order yes. right so all these guys were behind in the pecking order and are, are probably looking for another opportunity So we'll see what happens with those. But for none of them, I don't think it's a surprise. Is it a surprise to you? No,
0: No. um, I wasn't really surprised. Caleb Johnson's a guy that hadn't seen the field for a few weeks. And at one point, I asked Brian Harson about his status and Romella Height, and he was basically like, we'll see in a few weeks. Like he (laughs) was very. So it kind of seemed like Caleb was probably on his way out. Elijah was pretty obvious because he couldn't get in that receiving rotation and, and there sure. were times that Brian was asked specifically about like is Elijah healthy and he was like yeah yeah he's good to go and yeah. it's like well yeah. if he's not able to break through in a receiving core that on the whole struggled right you know I, and he was just a sophomore this year so I can't blame a kid for saying all right I need to you know right. try to go somewhere else so yeah none of them were very surprising um it's going to be very interesting you know that they should still have I running back depth with, like, Damari Alston coming in, and he'll be a true yeah. freshman. And, you know, as long as you can keep Tank and you can keep – um, you know Jarquez Hunter, you right. need those guys, and you know you should be okay. But, but right. that was a very experienced guy. That you know it seemed like kind of you know with Sean Chivers, he kind of found a little bit of footing in the passing game, but it, sure. it didn't really amount to a lot. No, I mean he he was the leading receiver in the A and M game where they couldn't yeah, well, they couldn't anything. get anything going. Right,
1: he was a, he was pretty critical at LSU. Yes, several third down conversions. We never saw that against Alabama. Uh, but yeah. Uh, tough you know hey man everyone (laughs) everyone go watch that uh, Xavier McKinney play one more time you know and just just enjoy it Uh, because Worm I mean he he made himself an Iron Bowl legend uh, on that day when he you know bowled over Xavier McKinney so uh, parting is such sweet sorrow Jordan
0: well I want to say too and you hit on it a second ago there were a few people on Twitter I don't think the majority but I did see a few people that were like oh my here we go yeah no this isn't that big a deal. No. <laughs> this was going to happen no matter what. And if you've been paying attention just to other teams, like this right. is just going to be the nature of things. Now, right. if certain guys you see in the next few weeks decide to transfer, right. that's an opportunity to go, whoa.
1: Whoa, why? But,
0: whoa. but you know, a no. receiver that hardly played, your third string running back, and a backup offensive lineman, and a defensive lineman that wasn't really with the team the last five or six games. Right. Not, if, not the biggest. If Auburn had
1: still. finished the season nine and three, these same people would be saying, oh, see you. Bye bye. We're doing great. We're rocking on. Iron, sh- yeah. iron sharpens iron yeah, and you yeah. can't make the cut. But, but since you're six and six, oh, the sky's falling. You yeah. Know, maybe it is, but this is not. Not yet. This. Not <laughs> yet.
0: It's not. <laughs> Well, we mentioned Bo a few minutes ago, sure. and I want to make sure and talk about Bo. On Monday, sure. he was asked, you know, basically, there's rumors out there. Do you want to kind of quell them and right. say you're coming back to Auburn?
1: Well, very noncommittal, <laughs> said, no, no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> very non-committal. right?
1: Well, well, hey, you know, and this and someone asked me, you know, it's like, and it's it's tough for Auburn fans because Bo's a guy who loves Auburn, mm-hmm. and they're you know they take it personal when it's like, wow, I mean, did Bo Nix really leave Auburn? Like he loves Auburn, like I leave, like I love Auburn, mm-hmm. but um, I to me, I think, uh, I think he's protecting himself. I think you have because two days later, guess what? His offensive coordinator got fired. Right? Yes, like he doesn't, because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Spencer Rattler's in the transfer portal. Yes. He might come here. Yes. That UCF guy might come here. Dylan Gabriel. Right. Brian Harson could decide to, you know, fire Bo, replace Bo. So he's got to protect himself and keep his options open. We don't have any insight. Nope. I don't know what Bo's thinking.
0: Patrick Nix won't tell us when we're (laughs) in Birmingham for the state championship game. I want to make sure to read the quote um, because Bo was asked about next year. And Bo said, I've graduated in three years. That was my goal coming in, so Auburn is definitely my school. I think it will always be my school. But obviously right now I'm just trying to get healthy. You know, I'm not sure what next year looks like. Right. I've got to get my ankle better first, got to make sure I can play, and get back to my normal self, and then obviously I'll graduate, get through the bowl game. So right. very, you know, leaving so the, with the, the window open.
1: Sounds like he wants to be at the bowl game, yep. even though he won't play.
0: But I think you're right that and I think any player at this point needs to keep their options open just because especially right. with Bo's situation, he was not recruited by Brian Horson. Right. He will be working with his four he would be if he comes back his fourth different offensive coordinator in four years. Can Lord you name I'm them mercy. all Justin?
1: Uh Kenny Dillingham. Yes. Chad Morris. Yes. Mike Bobo. And
0: then whoever whoever would replace Mike if Bobo. Unless
1: back. Kenny Dillingham comes back.
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> you know. And I don't, I think Chad's got his high school
1: gig in Texas. You know who else had four offensive coordinators in four seasons? Was it Jason Campbell? Jason Campbell. Mm -hmm. And then he went to the NFL and did the same thing. Yeah. Seven coordinators in eight seasons. Yeah, when
0: Fall you awful. coach in Washington, things. I mean, when you play in Washington, <laughs> play Washington it doesn't yeah. go very well. Yeah. So yeah, I understand both saying that. I will say it did raise you know raise my eyebrows because sure. I figured he would just give kind of the coach talk of like yeah we're getting ready for next year. But I don't blame a kid for leaving the window open. Protect yourself. And the thing too is that say he does enter the portal, he could still come back. Yeah. You know, you have the opportunity if you go in the portal, you can come back. So. Yeah. You know, we'll obviously talk about it if that were to happen. Right. But it doesn't mean sign's still delivered, he's gone somewhere else. Right.
1: And obviously there are people watch people have the portal logins and they're watching that stuff and mm-hmm. he's not in there yet. So uh, and what that does is it allows other schools to talk to him yes. without breaking the rules. Yes. So, uh yeah, but I mean, you know, hey man. Maybe maybe something happened. Maybe he's just trying to fire up that I'm coming back graphic. It no. could be
0: be watching the Instagram oh, I've got there I've there got there.
1: my Instagram uh, got notifications <laughs> I
0: got the notifications ready in case he does or if Andres Carlson says anything yeah uh,
1: hopefully Bo does what's best for Bo yeah.
0: And that's the biggest thing to me, like, especially as someone who's watched all the kids, not just Bo or, or anyone else, any of the players. Mm-hmm. You see what they go through, you see the stuff they have to deal with mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And it's not Auburn specific, you mm-hmm. know. My alma mater people are mad at Stetson Bennett for winning. I keep seeing people, you know, being like, <laughs> They need to play J T Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> um so I'm I'm all for if if he finds an opportunity that winds up working out better for him. You know, you can't blame a kid like well, that. Well, listen,
1: and this college football landscape is not what you grew up with, dear listener. No, or I. No, or you. No. This is insane. Leather just- helmets are no more. <laughs> well, we were just talking about it. This coaching search this year. Oh my god! I think Cole Kublik tweeted it's uh, seven of the top nineteen winningest programs all had a coaching change this year and
0: several of those instigated by the head coach yeah going going to new jobs right
1: uh insane contracts 10 years 95 million dollars you know you're looking at a 80 million dollar buyout on a guy uh it's nuts everything's crazy right now and the, the the portal that's the new you know that's it too you know you got somebody like spencer rattler you know in the transfer portal mm. i mean who was like coming in the season he's supposed to be the number one nio like
0: guy. a heisman front runner right. before the, the the coveted august heisman leader <laughs>
1: right that matters so much mm.
0: uh we miss you kenny
1: hill yeah <laughs> but uh, but yeah i mean it's crazy so of course he he has to protect himself so if you're if you're uh Worried about Bo or deflated, uh, I mean, I, that would be the main thing I gotta, I would think of is he has to protect himself. Yes. Because he doesn't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nope. Spencer Ratlicker walk walking here and it's like, well, well bye. Like, I mean, yeah, you know what
0: I mean? You Yeah. You don't know. No. You don't know. Going from what we don't know, Justin, to what we do know. Hey. Auburn men's basketball coming off a uh, nice stretch of play down at the Battle for Atlantis. Two and one record. There you go. Started off with that double overtime loss to UConn. Just sure. an overtime kind of week for Auburn Athletics <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. This is cool. But uh, they bounced back and played well against Loyola Chicago, played well against Syracuse, and uh, a very interesting game with Mr. Bayheim and sure. uh, the Orange. Sure. Uh, what did you sort of take away from, from what we saw uh, with the, the guys playing down in the Bahamas and how important? the next stretch is going to be as they come back home we're recording on tuesday uh, so they'll be back home wednesday night against ucf
1: well i said it on twitter like i mean that yukon game like i mean we all were 10 years older after it like (laughs) we all had gray hairs after watching that game but for a player like jabari smith uh and and even for you know katie johnson and guys who are trying to gel with their teammates i mean that's that's a great experience, and uh, for KD, I mean for uh, Jabari specifically. Here's a guy who's just getting his first college experience. Um, that's a that's a great experience to to. It feels like a tournament atmosphere, playing a, a, a good quality opponent. Uh, you know, UConn might be pretty good. We'll see.
0: Definitely the best team so far this season at Auburn's played. Sure, so.
1: sure. So um, to to go to battle like that. Uh, to to trail and come back, to, you know, lead and lose it and go to overtime and all those things. Uh, you you learn a lot and you grow up with a game like that. And now, you know, Jabari has that experience. So I think specifically for him, that was a big one, that UConn game. And then the other point was um, Katie Johnson, you know, really, you know, had a showing out. And, and I think the difference maker, you know, is, is what I call him from that. He showed he can be – a difference maker so um yeah i mean honestly just from that you can that you can was the first game yeah so i was just like hey man they got what they needed uh right there at the beginning they got what they went down there for um and then they got two wins off of that i said i said after that first game hey the rest of this trip is gravy then we got two wins so there you go uh all in all a really successful trip i would say
0: yeah, a lot to be impressed by. Katie Johnson was all over the place. Walker Kessler had a couple double-doubles in three games, yeah. which is pretty impressive. But I want to talk about Jabari just real quick. Sure. You hit on the big points. But for him to get tested early on, and as you saw the graphic that they showed about 8 million times, you know sure. he's the the third best yeah. prospect going into next year's draft. Did yeah. you know
1: he's the highest-rated signee in the history of Auburn basketball? Oh, my. I'm <laughs> glad I
0: was sitting down for that, Justin. <laughs> was I was thought. not aware. Did you know
1: Bo Nix? Dad played at football. Wow. I played at Auburn. Wow. wow.
0: Incredible. Well, I'm learning a lot on the podcast. Yeah, Hopefully man. our listeners and viewers are too. Yeah. The thing that I was very impressed with, he played well throughout the tournament. And sure. he not be being named SEC Freshman of the Week. But hey. uh, the Loyola-Chicago game, when it got kind of tight near the end, yeah. he got in a rhythm where he was just hitting uh, turnaround jumpers. I mean, it looked like uh, – it reminded me of like NBA Jam. Like I was waiting mm-hmm. for him to catch on fire after a while because he was just – he got in a rhythm. And for a guy that's got the kind of expectations he has and, and, you know, the things that we've heard about him, and again, to the point that he's the the highest-rated signee, you want your guy making those plays. And I thought that that was very impressive. You know, that was against a Loyola team that could very well be in the tournament again when we get to March. And, uh, was that
1: on Thursday? What day was that?
0: Yeah, that was Thanksgiving because I was like, if this game goes to overtime too, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> uh, but it I, didn't.
1: I guess I didn't watch any of that game.
0: But it, it was good. But, again, to the point that, like, to get him tested early on, I think is very valuable because before too long, they're going to be in some very, very important games. Yes. To get in a conference play. So oh, get, yeah. give him some of those tests early on. And, to me, he passed it. And, and the majority of the players around him did very well. Right. Uh, again, when, when Bruce Pearl – after the UConn loss, basically said, you know, we want to win the tournament. If we don't, we at least want to win two games. They went sure. two and one, and sure. they finished strong, and thought I thought they showed a lot of good things out of that.
1: And that's Bruce's uh, philosophy that's been tried true for a while, is like, you know, he wants to be, he, he'll say it himself, punch in the mouth. He wants to be tested. He wants to be exposed. One of his favorite words with these tests. So, I mean, even with a loss, it's not quite like football where, you know, every loss is you're gnashing your teeth over. Uh, In in basketball, uh, Bruce will take a a double overtime loss to UConn. Like that's what he wanted to get. He wanted to put his team in that situation. Uh, So now it's a matter of what you do with it. Uh, that's where that's where the real victory comes, Jordan.
0: Wow, that was that was special. <laughs> uh, so we'll start with that UCF game on Wednesday night and have a lot of content off of that. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come it. back with a game with our intern Jake, Jake Weiss.
1: Jake, get in here. He's here. He's already yeah.
0: here. <laughs> we are back with our favorite sports intern, Jake Weiss. Jake, how was your Thanksgiving break?
2: It was good. Hope everyone, for the third time, hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving.
1: Fourth time. Four times. You, there you, go. you said that, and then we said it the next episode, and then we said it the next episode.
2: Well, four times.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, what'd you do? Um, Are you privy to dox yourself and let us know what you did?
2: Sure. Why not? Okay. What's <laughs> the worst that could happen? Sure. <laughs> I went home back to Texas. That's where my family's from. Yeehaw! So we all got together. Yeah. Uh, at- we all got together on the day of Thanksgiving. We had uh-huh. some turkey, had some mashed potatoes, all, all the good stuff you had on Thanksgiving, and had a good time. We went to the Cowboys game. Mm. Forgot Andres, forgot Daniel, sorry. Daniel Carlson is on the Raiders. Cowboys and Raiders played. Daniel had a big game. Wow. It was a fun
1: time. Bro. Wow. You got to see Daniel kick a game winning overtime field goal. I did.
2: He mi- missed it the first, second time, though. He took, took it three tries.
1: I you go know, back and watch it. I you missed, watched the game? I missed the game. No. What Were they icing him or something? No, uh, Flag,
2: flag on the okay. first one. He made the first one, moved him back five yards. Second one he missed, but Cowboys bailed him out.
1: And so that so was they another flag. So flag moved him the the back five so yards.
2: Moved, no, this one was actually on the Cowboys, so they moved it up five yards. Up five yeah, yards. Yeah, so yeah. then he kicked it from the original spot, game winner. Got that hilarious video of him eating the turkey leg.
1: That was your avi for a minute. Yeah. Is it, was. it still?
2: No, I took okay. it down.
1: That was just that was just a holiday thing. It was. Yeah. It Was just festive. Jake, what do you think about this coaching carousel? What's going on, it's man? It's nuts. Right? Tell
2: us. Oh yeah, it was so. I usually check my Twitter every couple, you know, minutes. and No, actually longer than that, every couple, 10, 15 minutes. Now I'm just checking all the time because it's like, what's going to happen next?
1: Brian Kelly at LSU, is it going to work?
2: Um...
1: No, it's not. It's
0: a weird, it's a weird one. I it's thought. a weird fit, isn't I it? I don't yeah. think it's going to work.
1: What a weird fit. Uh, you know, this
0: coaching carousel has been so unexpected that, uh, you know, I'm like, where's all this stuff coming from? You <laughs> know, like you could get it from like the NCAA right. dynasty.
1: Brian Kelly to LSU is the worst fit. Someone said that uh, Brian Kelly looks like he thinks Sprite is spicy. Yes. So how is he going to eat how all that Cajun gonna, food? It's
0: not going to go yeah, well. i some jokes about that. All right. But... What is going to go well is this game <laughs> that I made up.
1: <laughs>
0: so I went with the little like Facebook thing you see, where it's like you know the the no, this number means you're this and all right. that stuff. But this is going to be how we fill the rest of these coaching if you're jobs. F- the
1: first first letter of your name so and your yes. last name. So we well. got
0: a list of coaches we keep hearing about in the carousel. Who's K- on the
1: list? The, Lane not, Kiffin.
0: Uh, yeah, Lane Kiffin. I'm going to read all of them: Bob Stoops, Mike Leach, some of the usual suspects. Okay. All the jobs are still open, and there's a surprise NFL one on there. <gasps> and then how much money these guys are going to be making. So, Jake, we're going to start with you. Oh, okay. All right, so what was the first letter of the street that you grew up on?
2: Uh, Don't say the full street. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, M.
0: So, M. We're looking at Brian Harson. <laughs>
2: Yikes.
0: <laughs> All right, so what is the last number of the year you were born?
2: The last number? Yes.
1: Nine. God. Okay,
0: so Brian Harson's looking Disgusting. at the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. They need a coach. To
1: replace Billy <laughs> Napier.
0: To replace Billy <laughs> Napier. Scared money don't make money. That's what that's what he says. The number of letters in your last name, Weese How many letters is that? By my count, it's five. There we go. <laughs> so, you heard it here first on the OA News Overtime Podcast. According... Jake Weese, yeah. Brian Harson will be the next head coach of the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, to be paid 1.5 million dollars a year. That's well, a, bit of a,
1: pretty, a bit of a a bit of a downgrade, bit of a pay cut. It fits the Louisiana though. Yeah, it's probably what That's probably about
0: what they were paying old Billy. Yeah. We'll All right. See. So we're gonna go to Justin Kay. Lee. So what's the on. first letter of the street you grew
1: up? On? W. W. We yeah, got and that was in Weotomka too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Josh Heupel.
0: Tennessee's coach. There's been a lot of rumors about him. There he has played been. At,
1: played at Oklahoma. Can you imagine if they left? If he left?
0: Can you imagine? Well, we're about to. That's oh, what yeah, that's this true. game is. We're about to imagine. So the last number of the year you were born in was?
1: 91.
0: 91. 91. Well, it uh, looks like Josh Heupel is headed to Philly temple owls need a coach <laughs> all right josh all right, heupel all right. must really like philadelphia that's his dream big, job. big liberty i mean just like land, dream- going to us <laughs> yes it's comparable definitely comparable <laughs> josh heupel famously like from the dakotas i think or wyoming but he's a big philadelphia right, guy man. sure all right the number of letters in your last name were, three now i went to georgia and i can't count very high but i can get to three I think it's three. Three. So, Josh Heupel, as, as Justin Lee is reporting from the sure. OA News Overtime sure. podcast, Josh Heupel is going to be the new head coach of Temple Owls. He's going to be paid $1.5 million. Wow.
1: Wow. How about that? Get, look at that. we got three, four, and five here. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It's pretty nice. Right. It's pretty nice.
1: All right. Let's do the four, Jordan.
0: Okay. So, for me, the first letter of the street that I grew up on is an S. So, Tom Herman. I don't know if you remember that. Hey, Old Texas coach. Okay, Chicago cool.
1: Bears. A
0: special projects manager or something. He was he on our list of, the, of
1: potential candidates. Yeah, if you check it out on out. yeah. yeah.
0: But we're getting him a we're getting him a head coaching job. Yeah, here we go. Where are we going so The me? last number of the year that I was born in was for Florida International Panthers. Oh children. Tom Herman is gonna be headed to Miami to coach Florida International. All right. And the number of letters in my last name, that would be four. And wow, he's getting some good Miami money. Jordan Hill is reporting that Tom Herman, <laughs> with the new head coach of the Florida National Panthers, being paid $8 million $8 a million. year. dollars.
1: Okay, cool, hook him. But is he 56 years old? That's the
0: real it's question. another question for another day. Ben and uh... you get it. You get it. <laughs> Well, yeah, so that's the game, and I'll all be right. sure and post that. I, I will say I didn't realize I did one, two 1. 1.5 million oh, yeah. and we both hit you that. Might, you might have up. I'll, I'll mix that you up, mix it up up I'm just but I'm glad you didn't go with
2: the first letter of our uh, first name because we all would have had the same coach. Yeah. What would know, it right be?
0: Point. Who is it? So J would
1: have been John Gruden. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Three John Grudens
1: Do a row. <laughs> a Jeez. Do, uh, do, okay, so where we are, S. Okay. Our road is S. S
0: was Tom Herman, remember?
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, what's the second one? What's the school?
0: The school would be... How does the game work? The, so it's the first letter of the street you grew up on, the last number of the year you were born.
1: Oh, okay. So we need a number. Yeah. Okay. Do two.
0: <laughs> so we'd go in Tom Herman with the street? No, the, the other st- one.
1: What did, I, what did we just say? John Gruden. John Gruden. John Gruden. Two?
0: The Las Vegas Raiders. They hired him back.
1: What? That's on there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was the NFL job. That's I'm only NFL. That's going to be. That's only NFL job that's open.
1: Oh, I thought the NFL one was. Uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, and
0: uh, the number of that? letters in the last name. Well, I mean, the last name would be News. So yeah, that'd be four. That'd so be four. you'd be making one point five million. One point five million. I think up. that grew- we're all
1: making one point five yeah.
2: million. Up.
0: You heard it here first, folks. Well, yeah, that's the Man. game, and I'll make sure and post that on uh, Twitter, and people can play along and see what they get. Maybe mix up a few of those answers. But uh, we're going to get out of there on Not that. I uh, appreciate Tweet intern us. Jake Weiss for popping on here with us.
1: I'm going to try to post this as soon as I can.
0: Yes, uh, Justin Lee, thanks for doing the podcast. Everybody be looking out for more content. We'll have basketball. We'll have gymnastics. We'll have high school football yes. state championships.
1: Busy week. Yeah. Busy week with yep. a
0: lot of probably more reporting on coaches and uh, potential transfer portal
1: news. Women's basketball tonight, men's basketball tomorrow. Uh, high school f- football championships tomorrow. Central is in the final, seven A final, and Smith Station girls flag football in the yes. flag football final. Me and Jordan will be there. Yes. Um, and then I, we're in the middle of a coaching search. So and uh, yeah. So uh, let it drop us a line. You know, if you want to, if we for we're, we're probably going to podcast more. Whenever an OC is hired, we'll probably podcast. So yeah, man, be part of it. Let us know what you think and what you what you want us to talk about, and we'll do it. So. S- support your small content creators. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're going to get out of
0: here on that from all of us. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for watching. Until next time, take care.